Good evening and welcome to the season finale of Beyond the Surface. This is episode number 10 and what a season it has been. What a season it has been and I am just so grateful for all of the incredible people that have come through this show who have created space here, who have created conversation and we're not done. We are not done. We have one more incredible conversation that is important to be had. And and I'm just so grateful for these two individuals who are going to be coming on and sharing their journey. And today we're talking about, we're talking about self-love, but we're talking about building a business and building something that you are creating and and going after your dreams or creating your dreams and doing that all while also facing health challenges and and the impact that that has. So I am so excited to have Hannah Stinson, who is an author. She is an Akashic record uh, reader and mentor. She is a spiritual life coach. And we also have Chofa Nguyen. She is a, a business sales mentor. And I am so incredibly excited to have both of these incredible people meet virtually for the first time and have their worlds collide. But they truly both mean so much to me. And I have just had such incredible conversations with both of them. And they just have such incredible energy and vibe. And we're going to bring both of them on. So let's do this. Let's do this. Let's get them on. Hello Hello there. Hi. Happy Moon Day. Oh. Have, I'm so good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Good. I am just, oh, let me try processing. <laughs> we see you now. Hello. <laughs> the camera backwards. <laughs> right. I'm like, oh my God, it's my freaking tablet cover. Like what a loser. <laughs> I was like, I like whatever that is. That pattern is super cute. So <laughs> to be honest, it I thought it was cute. a <laughs> Close enough. It's like a marbly kind of like pink lavender vibe and yeah. then I'm like that's not my face today I don't think I don't know <laughs> no it might not be your face, face. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm so happy to have both of you here I was kind of sitting and reflecting back on also just like I remember being scrolling scrolling through social when I was like preparing the different episodes preparing this season and I was like you know I saw both of you it probably in the same day and I was like this would be such an incredible conversation to have. And I know you both don't know each other. So I'm kind of excited for you guys to both get to know each other. Cause you guys are like, we've got lots of energy that's going to be in this. In this. <laughs> I can already feel it. We're all like super, we bring the energy. So, and we also just bring like the realness, I think as well. So I'm, I'm really just honored and, and excited that you both decided to say yes and decided to be here. So Without further ado, I'm going to have you both, I know I did super quick, brief intro, but I'm going to have you both just share a little bit more about what both of you do. So I'll start off with you, Hannah. Oh, well, thank you for having me. And I'm, I'm so excited to be in this space. I also feel the energy. I'm like, there's, well, I know, I, I don't know, uh, Tofa, I don't know your human design and Ashley Ann's a human design <laughs> expert, but I was like, I feel a lot of like sacral energy in this space. It's Probably. Beautiful. Um, but I'm Hannah Stinson. I am the CEO and founder of Feeling with Hannah. I started my business uh, oh, about two and a half years ago. And it's funny because I was reflecting Ashley on around when you and I connected. And that was like three days after I started my business. And I was I like, know. hey, I'm going to write a book. <laughs> hey, can you be my book coach? And it was it was such divine timing because Ashley, you were such a big part of the first six months of my business. And of course, now as a friend, but just like really supporting me through that um, and navigating those health challenges that were coming up. But mm. long story short, I could tell you all my titles, all my certifications, all my trainings, but I ain't about that. I am a yogi. I am a green witch. I am a kitchen witch. I am a spiritual everything you could ever imagine. Um, I am non-binary and queer. My pronouns are she, they. And I just 
do my best to live every day to the fullest because of having chronic illness. You just never know when that mm. flare up is going to hit you and, and how long you're going to be down for. And I, you know, something that I want to talk about today, and I know we'll get into it, is how powerful it is to heal our central nervous systems, because that has been a game changer for me in not only falling back in love with myself, but like healing my physical body and not being a, I hate to use this word, but like, um, you know, like my life dictated by my illnesses. Now mm. I feel like I am able to not necessarily dictate my entire life because that's not the way it is, uh, you know, being here on earth in earth school. Uh, but the best that I can and, and remind myself that like, I have the choice to be the victim or the hero and choosing to be the hero is something we have to do every single day. Uh, but of course it comes back to feeling safe in your body to do that. And that's really what I've been doing these past few years with myself and now with clients through my different offers. But it's been a journey and mm -hmm. I'm just so grateful to be here and, and share my journey and, and listen to Chofa and, and have these like ahas between both of us. I'm sure we'll have similar stories and thank you for just creating this space for us to do so. Oh yeah. What a journey it has been and to witness you unfold. And I think this is why I am so honored to be in both of your spaces because of the way that I've seen you both navigate has just been so excuse my French, fucking amazing to see and witness the way that you both carry yourself and, and the way that you show up, but also just the way that you take care of yourself and you honor yourself. And I'm just so excited to also just dive into that because I'm sure that's probably such a hard journey. And just as women, I mean, here I am, like, I've, I'm out for the count when I have like my period and it's like, that's part of it too. But like, I can't even to the extent that you both experience. So I'm excited to just dive into more of like what that journey has been for both of you, but I'm going to shut up. Sh Chofa, <laughs> please introduce yourself. I'm like, what the F? I got to follow Hannah. This freaking sucks. No, you are so <laughs> I, incredible. Like, I honestly, one of my like most despised questions is like, tell me about you. The hardest like, question. I promise. I hate this question so much but I have like rehearsed it now to just get it to Cole's notes so I don't ramble um I'm Chofa you can call me Chofa I am a sales coach sales trainer business coach business mentor um my jam is psychology and everything around it um I went to university and studied psych um, my plan was to go to grad school get my master's PhD get a you know, decent while paying nine to five. That didn't pan out because I only received rejection letters from all of the grad schools that I applied to. Mm. And that uh, put me on the path to start my own business. I was kind of like, well, F, you know, I thought I had my life planned out and it's not the case. So what are we going to do? So tried to blaze my own path, start my business three and a half years ago. Um, wow. Has it been an insane journey? Um, first year and a half of my business, I made no money. The latter two years has seen significant growth, exponential growth. And so it's like a roller coaster and we're just like hanging on for dear life. Um, but with all of the most, you know, the most appreciation and gratitude for everything. Mm. And um, yeah, I just help women make a lot of money in their businesses and feel good about it. Yeah. Feel in alignment with it and how they're doing it, feeling safe in it. So yeah, that would be it, I think. Oh, I love it. That. <laughs> Hell yeah. And you know, what's so beautiful is that we're all like Chova, like you and I are kind of like three years into business. Hannah, you're not far behind that. Like we're all in this, what people would call is fairly like new being in business, right? Like we haven't been in the game for a decade, let's say. And so just the fact that this is a priority now is such an incredible thing. And we're all young, you know, we're all young and we all, and I think it's very important actually for us to be talking about it, be talking about how our health and we come first, no matter what. So um, I'd love for you both as well to share a little bit about, you know, what it, the, the chronic illness or the, the autoimmune disease that you, that you both have. So, I mean, Chofa, we can start with you and then we'll go to Hannah. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, so I was diagnosed with lupus when I was 12 years old. Um, it's an autoimmune disease. And then that later on um, affected my kidneys. And I was diagnosed with kidney disease at 21. And then, you know, just a plethora of other fun things like IBS and like la la la, all those fun things. Um, <sighs> but but yeah, that's, I think, pretty much it in a nutshell. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I thought it was just like you having lupus. So I'm, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. And how about for you, Hannah? Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) I have endometriosis, which is a chronic reproductive condition. Uh, More research is coming to show that it is an autoimmune condition stimulated by hormones. Uh, Mm. There's not much research in the community, as most of us know, with reproductive (laughs) conditions. Um, And then I ended up with liver disease. I was diagnosed in 2019 um, because of the birth control pill. So I was on the birth control pill for 11 years, didn't get a period for about six, seven years. And I ended up with liver tumors uh, that were benign at first and then became life-threatening. I had liver resection surgery last year, saved my life, thank God. Uh, And then I was recently diagnosed with pancreatitis. So those are my my big three. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And so I'm going to just kick it off with What has that been like for you? I mean, in general, just in life, but also when it comes to building your business and how that's like impacted you either from the start, like maybe let's talk about like maybe the beginning of your business and how that was impacting your business. And then obviously we can go into maybe how you guys have Probably the way I see it, you guys are freaking badass heroes because of the way that I see you guys. Like I, I truly, when you just kind of go off grid and you just like shut up and like shut off, not shut up, but like shut off. And you're like, shut up. That's so bad. I, I will definitely, like, I can I shut, up shut happily. up happily, happily. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Just like, and I'm curious if it's always been that way for you both in your business and maybe I'm just creating an assumption, but has it been challenging and, and what, what has that been like for you? What's the journey been like? Whoever wants to go first. Um, it's well, it's a, a beautiful question because, you know, I started my business during the pandemic um, because I couldn't go back to my nine to five job mm-hmm. um, because I was working as an addictions counselor at a long-term residential treatment center and loving it, loving that, that opportunity, that experience. Um, but I was high risk and my doctors, you know, we had a discussion and it was, that was decided. And I think it was about two or three months into the pandemic, I had a friend say to me, like, Hannah, why don't you have your own business? Like, why don't you just help people through all these modalities that I was already helping people through, like art therapy and tarot and yoga and all these different things. Um, And I was like, oh, okay. And so it was, you know, just like never even occurred to me. Um, And because I was operating out of this outdated mold of how I was forced to operate when I worked in a nine to five Mm. corporate clinical setting, especially that I worked shift work for so long that does so much, your circadian rhythm gets so messed up. Like even a person who doesn't live with chronic illness, how are you supposed to be functioning optimally in that type of environment? Um, And I was so used to operating in high stress environments where I was constantly going into my trauma responses because I was dealing with things where you had to go into your trauma responses to keep your, to keep yourself safe. Um, So I I noticed that I was operating in those ways in my business and it probably took about a year until Mm. I had this big realization of like, I decided to start my own business to thrive and to not let my health challenges get in the way of making money and creating abundance and creating sustainability. But a year in, I was still operating in those old ways of being that I wasn't creating sustainability. I wasn't creating abundance. I really wasn't making any money because I was forcing myself to show up and I was pushing myself beyond my limits and I wasn't listening to my body and I wasn't taking necessarily I wasn't relaxing in ways that were actually nourishing me, right? Like I was like putting on Netflix and they're like, oh, I'm sitting with my laptop in front of like the TV watching a movie. Like this has to be okay. Mm -hmm. I'm relaxing. This is fine. But no, I wasn't. I was just so overstimulated. So it took me having a big health flare up um, about a year into my business to really realize like this is not how I want to operate. And I took about two months off of working with like one-on-one, like my bread and butter clients. I took time (laughs) off of working with that because I didn't know what. I was doing like I was in such a weird space of 
I need, like, I knew I needed to pivot somewhere deeper, but I wasn't sure where that was going to go. Um, cue the Akashic Records. Uh, and, and I know Ashley Ann was graciously a practice person for me when I started uh, over a year ago. But that led to me really finding like, this is what I meant to do in my business this is how I meant to flourish and help people grow and heal on like a deep cellular soul level. Um, you know, weaving in all of my training when I was working in addictions, and all the other things that I've done in the past couple of years. But and then it was like, oh, just kidding, you're going to have liver surgery, you're going to be off for four months. But yeah. that was the biggest blessing the universe could have ever given me beyond the fact that yes, it saved my life. Like, yes, physical Hannah is still here. But it brought me back to my soul's truth of how I want to live my life, not just within my business, but just like embodied, intentional, slow, you know, in a way that's nourishing and loving and my inner child feels safe and I can explore. And, and that's what the last year has been. And I I, this is like the past few months has been the first time I'm seeing huge sustainability and growing, you know, to a place where it's like, yeah, 10K months are going to be where I'm at in the new year. And it feels fucking amazing. Oh my gosh. There's <laughs> so much, man. Like I am like, I, like so much on this, but I'm going to let you Chofa go first before I like dive into anything. Cause that is just you so incredible. Please, like, feel free to dive into everything that Hannah shared. I feel like there's so much there, and then we can circle there back. There is, honestly. and it feels like it feels like there is probably going to be a theme in this conversation of this whole piece about what happens when we stop operating in this, call it masculine, call it, um, you know, being in Emily's energy, like the the colonial, like all this way of building our business and seeing the world from such a masculine place and actually, and not just, I don't mean just like, okay, swing to like feminine, but to bring both in and to recognize that having both is what allows us to thrive and, and stopping to look at, okay, success looks like this, but actually just shutting off all the noise from everybody else. And how do I want to run my business? How do how do I want to live my life? And then my business is a part of that, not the business coming first, but that how do I want to live my life first and then have my business come into that? And I feel like where and why I love so much that you both are going to share so much is there's that, I feel like this is like, it, you know, sometimes it does take that moment, unfortunately, where we got to like really wake up you know, what, and, and we all experience that, right? We all experience this moment, this turning point, this pivotal moment where it's like enough is enough. It's not working anymore. And it's time for us to really wake up and, and do things differently because we're not going to be able to survive or thrive in that. Yeah, it's so true. And I feel, you know, uh, we're cyclical and, and, and it will keep showing up as a pattern until we yeah. learn that pattern and it will be louder, louder, <laughs> louder every time. So it was like, hi, Hannah, you're going to have a major liver infection surgery so you can finally figure this out. Um, yeah. and thank God. But it's so true. I, I definitely like the wounded masculine, it, it infuriates me, but it also like breaks my heart that there's mm -hmm. so many of us operating from this 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 version of of power that's just sucking and draining our life force energy yeah. and coming back to just like I, they said in the comments coming home to matriarchy in community is truly what's needed it's this new feminine paradigm way of leading and I don't mean feminine in the way of females I mean it in the way of divine feminine divine masculine energy or yin yang right yeah. so it's it's so powerful, just like you said, where we can learn to fuse those. And a lot of that comes to doing that work around like our mother wound and our father wound and our mother complex and our father complex and the family matrix and our, incest and our ancestral healing, right? Yeah. So we can make that space and feel safe to invite the healthy divine feminine and divine masculine in. Because mm -hmm. then there's also the wounded feminine, right? Like if we lean too yeah. far into victimhood, which I lived in the wounded feminine for so long and it swung to the wounded masculine <laughs> and it's taken some time to recalibrate. But I think the beauty of it is being that we're cyclical, we're always recalibrating, mm -hmm. right? And I think being someone who lives with chronic disease, we're just a little bit more attuned to when we're recalibrating because we're so attuned mm. to our bodies. Yeah. And that is a superpower. 
So if you're listening and watching this and you are sometimes maybe like feeling, I don't know, shame or guilt around that within yourself, like, no, that is your superpower. Own that magic. Yeah, a thousand percent. Chofa, anything you want to add or share and, and maybe even just share a little bit about your experience so far? Yeah, I think that just the note that Hannah ended on was so beautiful that it really is um, a superpower that we have. You know, we don't, we, because we take it for granted, you know, it's just what we've become accustomed to, to like acknowledge every single feeling that I have, like somatic symptom or everything to keep on top of our chronic, you know, illnesses and diseases and whatnot. But it really is a superpower because we're able to very quickly identify that we're having some sort of an experience. Mm. And then we start to get curious and then we start to probe and then we look at, okay, what is it that I'm feeling? Helping yourself identify it. Like that is all such a magical part of it that I didn't appreciate at all for a very <laughs> long time. I was like, I feel everything. And then I'm like, no. I feel everything, mm. you know, yeah, I think it's just what you just said there, Hannah, I think is something that um, I never looked at it in that way. So that was really, really beautiful. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Oh, you're so welcome. Mm -hmm. Has it always been, I guess, what's been the journey like for you at the start of your business, uh, Chofa, and like now in terms of your, in terms of your lupus? And I'm curious for both of you, if you both had to or not had to, but went through feeling shame or guilt. I feel probably that you both have experienced that. And I feel like as any woman who is listening to this, if you don't have a chronic illness, you probably have felt shame or guilt because if you have a period, you're probably going to feel like it. And that's just unfortunately like the masculine world that we live in and it doesn't work for us. And anyways... <laughs> But I'm curious, yeah. like just your own experience with that. Absolutely. Very similar to, you know, Hannah having to experience almost like, well, not rock bottom, but a very dire situation when you start to really evaluate your life. What is this all for? Mm. You know, why am I doing this if this is where I'm ending up? You know, I'm pushing so hard. And for me, it was having to go through so many lupus flares while running a business and trying so hard to push, you know, and just like being on ridiculously high doses of painkillers just to get through a client call to then take wow. myself to the emergency after because I felt so bad. I didn't want to cancel on the call or I would literally be in emergency, like hooked up to all the things and like responding to DMS and like giving feedback oh. to clients. And it was like, it was in that moment that I was like, what are you doing? Mm. Like I had this like out of body experience while I was lying in the hospital. And I was like, you're, you're, you're crazy. Like nobody, I would never expect anybody to show up if they were in this state. And here I am, like, I don't even know what I'm doing on my phone. I can, I'm in so much excruciating pain, yet the first thing that comes to my mind is I got to get back to my clients. I got to respond to these DMS. I got to do, 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 do. And then what happens? Then I'm the one that's in this deep, dark hole of shame and guilt and, you know, such mean words that I'm talking to myself and I'm telling myself, like, I'm obviously not cut out for this. Mm. I, I, I can't run a business because here I am in the emergency. How am I supposed to run a business like this? So, yeah, I had to experience that many times to then realize, number one, this is not fair to me. Mm. It's doing a disservice to my clients and my community. Um, and that's when I decided to really open up about what was happening. Like if I had a flare, it was like, okay, that's it. Shut it down. All the client calls are gone, clearing the schedule, shutting the phone off going into bed for two weeks and not coming out. And that was it. Like I didn't, yeah, I stopped that hole that I was like, 
really going deep down into where I was just questioning everything, wanting to burn it all down and just be like this, I'm out. Yeah. What a downward spiral that we almost like almost kind of set ourselves up for to be in that space and to go down that spiral of like shame and guilt. And then, you know, questioning everything of your business. And it's like, hold on a second. Like if I just step out for a second and just zoom out, this doesn't make sense. Um, and so what was it like on the, for both of you on the receiving end? Cause I know Hannah, you've done this as well too. Well, even too, when you took off four months, but I know that you, I'm sure you've had days where you've, you had to just like put things away and you had to put things on pause or they had to, you know, be rescheduled. What was it like on the receipt for your clients and, and how did they respond to that? And was it surprising at all? Yes. I mean, okay, first I just want to say, I just want to quote Dr. Gabor Mate and remind everyone guilt is just a sign you put yourself first. And when I read that in When the Body Says No years ago, that changed my life because I've, you know, most of us, like you shared, like some of us, so many of us live with guilt, right? Yeah. And, and I've always, I've, I'm a recovering people pleaser. So, you know, <laughs> that was something that, that really did change my life, that small bit of information. So I share that every time I talk about guilt because I just think it's so powerful. Um, my clients tell me every time, thank you, Hannah, go rest. Um, stop, go rest. Then they almost get mad at me if I try to like talk to them while I'm, while I'm recovering or taking that. Right. I don't know why I used quotations. Ugh, get rid of those. Um, but they, they've said to me, I have one who says to me all the time, Hannah, you remind me that I can put myself first when you put yourself first. It's, it's giving them permission and that, you know, really embodying what I teach them. Like, how am I right? going to help people heal. I mean, I'm a healer and I'm a guide. Like, how am I supposed to do that if I'm not doing that myself? Like, you know, so, but it, I had to work through it a few times before and, and not over apologize. Oh my gosh. The, you know, first year of business, it was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And like, and explaining everything, telling them why, like over, you know, oversharing details. And thankfully my clients and I are very close, but now it's just like, Hey, I'm having a flare up. We're going to have to reschedule. I'll contact you when I'm feeling better. And that's mm. that. And it's normally just received or, you know, feel better, love you, sending you all the good vibes. I've had clients send me like food or just like tea and stuff wow. in the mail when I'm having those flare ups. And it, it's truly like, this is why I'm doing this work, you know, and, and it, it, it is so beautiful. And I, I've never, never had a client or anyone get upset with me for mm. putting myself first with my health. Yeah. And then when I when it, say, even saying that out loud to both of you and like here and now I'm like, then why the hell am I getting so upset with myself? Like, no one's getting upset with me. Why am I getting upset with myself? So, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. Mm -hmm. And how about for you, Chof? How has it been like on, on your end? Yeah, I would say that it's, it's very similar to Hannah. It's been so well received. Honestly, it was one of the most pivotal moments in my business is when I started to open up about my lupus mm -hmm. and the overwhelming amount of love and support I got. I remember it was like, I was on bed rest. I think I was like a weekend at this point and I had been just so riddled with shame and guilt and I was still trying to serve my clients in the best way that I could. I was still trying to like post things and write content while beating myself up immensely in this oh, state too. Right. So you're like trying to do the thing, but it's like you're obviously and I'm telling myself, like, you're not obviously cut out for it. Like, this sucks. Like, why are you even trying? Da, 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 da. And then I was like, OK, this this has to stop. Like, not only is the physical experience of this hard enough, now it's like the whole mental turmoil that I'm putting myself through as well. Mm -hmm. And so when I was very honest and transparent about what was actually going on. And I was like, I need to just disconnect. Like, this is it. I received, oh my gosh, like 50 plus messages in the DMs of people just being like, thank you so much for being so transparent with us. It gives me permission to take care of myself, whether I have a chronic illness or not, mm -hmm. whether it's a, a mental, emotional, spiritual thing or not. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. It just gave them permission to say I'm first yeah and it was something that I didn't anticipate for at all and 
that was just people in my community. Then my clients were just like a whole, <laughs> a whole other layer, you know, that I was just like, oh, you know, like bawling. Because <laughs> it was just, you know, we are our toughest critics, right? We are the ones that are saying the harshest things to ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's not anyone else. Yeah. And so all of the love that I received and um, I eventually incorporated it into my contracts and my agreements so that clients just knew that mm-hmm. I had a health condition and there will be health emergencies. And this is what I do when that happens. Like, wow. this is in place. Yeah. This is what happens. And every single one of my clients that has received a contract that had that new amendment, they were like, wow, I've never seen that before. And I want to incorporate something like that for myself. Like it's so empowering. Oh my gosh. And I think that, and I'm glad that you guys can't tell on this end, but like I get emotional when I hear both of you. And the reason being is because it's exactly that, that you, speaking from my own experience, I feel like you have both given me so much permission to not feel shame, guilt when I physically feel drained, even not having a chronic illness or an autoimmune autoimmune disease, like just when I'm on my period. And instead of trying to take the Advil, even though I know that I don't even want to give myself that, just to make the pain go away so I can work. And instead just, hey, guess what? I can just take the afternoon off and I can just like go and be. It's a day it's a day. I'll be fine. And nothing's gonna, you know, nothing's urgent. And so it has just it, truly both of you have given me so much permission to, to honor that. And it's through like your own embodiment. And I'm just, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful to know you. And I'm also grateful as well that you both have found a way to be able to honor your gifts and honor your body and honor yourselves and not go down that spiral and like kind of give up and say, I'm not cut out for this because if we really zoom out like super big picture, then your clients are then like, imagine, imagine you said, you know what? I am not cut out for this because of this, the amount, the ripple effect that happens when, and then you think about your clients not receiving from you. And I think about not getting, the gifts that I have from both of you. And I'm just like, that would break my heart. And it would break my heart if anyone is in this situation and they are feeling shame or guilt and they're beating themselves up when it comes to anything health-wise, even if it is just a small period of time. Like that is heartbreaking to feel like that we put ourselves through this spiral and this like cycle of negative self-talk and it serves nobody, literally. You're not getting anything out of it. And the people that you want to help and serve are not getting anything out of it either. So, yeah. So true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm glad you guys can't see me because I've been tearing up shit over here. <laughs> I just, I'm so, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. And I think it's just something that um, we've got to, like, especially if we want to thrive we've got to do things differently. Like we've, we got to come first. Like we, we aren't anything if we don't have body. Yeah. We and that's have our health. Just, yeah. We don't. Can I just add something? Yeah. Actually, um, something that Hannah had mentioned earlier around the transition, like going into running your own business and the ways that we've coped with our chronic illness and pain as an employee working in a role, like it translated so naturally in business. It's like, I remember going to work, not like shouldn't have been there. I'm leaving mid shift to go to the emergency room, like so many times. And then same thing happening in my business. I'm like, what the, what the heck? Why did I sign up for this then? Mm. If my health is still being, compromised if my health is still at the bottom of the rung why did I choose to go in business by myself right it was that very reason or part of the reason because I remember going into work and knowing damn well I should not be here right now I should be in the hospital but I felt guilt I felt shame I felt like I had to show up had to put on my best face just get through it and then who ends up suffering in the end it's just you 
yeah. right? The employer has the employee there doing the job, whatever, they're fine. They don't care, mm-hmm. right? So why, at least it was for me in the beginning, and it sounds very similar to Hannah, it's like we carried that through into our business yeah. when we know we need to be taking care of ourselves and here we are, you know, on client calls, we shouldn't be responding to messages and we should be resting, all of those kinds of things. And so I think it's great that we're having this conversation and we're also early on in our journey because this is when you really build the foundation for long-term sustainability for a business that's going to last decades and then some. Mm. I feel like this has just been such a top of mind, like something that I've been so intentional or just, this is what it is. Like you, you hit the nail. It's like the foundation, you know, we're not trying to build a foundation in five years when like things got to crumble, you know, it's, it might feel like, and maybe for us, it might feel like something where it's like, feels slow. It might feel like a slow start. Whereas sometimes other businesses, because they're not really thinking about the foundation, it's like, take it off. Like, all right, but then what happens, right? There's a crumbling. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, we got to go right back down to the basics. (laughs) We got to go back down to the foundation because if you don't have that, what are you standing on? What do you have in your, like in your life, in your business? Yeah, I, I agree with that so much. I think when it's like slow and steady wins the race. And I know that sounds so cliche, (laughs) but it's true because you have to build at a pace where not only, you know, whether you have chronic disease or not, but like what your nervous system can handle, like what capacity can you operate at? Because If you're living with, like all of us, trauma, uh, you know, that's going to have some sort of impact on on the way that you can grow and create a sustainable business. And so when we're not taking care of our bodies, like our trauma lives in our bodies. And so those people that go zero to 100, kudos to them. If that's you, I am so proud. But just Mm -hmm. take some time to check in with your body because often we're still operating in that very wounded masculine hustle where we're not listening to our bodies and we're not taking note of those cues and then we end up with a chronic illness or a mystery illness or cancer or some type of disease 20 years down the line um and i see it time and time again as some of the clients that i work with so it's just imperative and you know it's even like you think about it i remember even going to work sick like with the flu you know i think that's been a blessing a bit of this pandemic as people have realized i can stay home if i'm sick (laughs) yeah Shouldn't that be like our first please, thought? Like, oh, I'm please. Like, I should stay home, you know? Like, I should rest to get better, not pass this <laughs> off to anybody. But we've just been accustomed to force and push through because, like Chopa said, employers, because we're operating, and it's like Emily probably talked about in, when she did the live with you, it's just like these capitalist systems mm-hmm. that aren't designed to support their employees. I remember going in for an overnight shift when I was working in addictions, and I was so sick from my endo, and I was throwing up every half hour, and I had a supervisor tell me, well, at least you're getting paid. Like you're throwing up, but you're getting paid. That was the supervisor who was supposed to come in for me. She was the one who was our on call if something happened. And she said to me, well, at least you're getting paid. So I felt, I felt horrible even more. And I stayed and I pushed myself through the last six hours of my shift going and throwing up every 30 minutes or less. Yeah. And that's like just one of the many things we could tell you, I'm sure. Like we, Mm -hmm. we probably have stories for days, right? And it really does come down to like you deciding this is not the way I want to live my life and taking little baby steps to make changes, right? It's not going to happen all at once. And again, move at the system that your nervous system can, can handle. Yeah. And I feel like there's also this element or piece of it, especially with something like this is just that building that trust with yourself and with your, with your body. And I'd love for you to, to, to both share just like what, what has that journey been like for you about building that trust with yourself, with your body? Hannah, you can go first. I need need to, I need to think on this. Um, Oh, building trust with my body. It's an ongoing journey and it changes every day, but um, you know, really coming back to like putting my hands on my body, feeling my body. I mean, I'm big with somatic healing. That's the, the what I'm trained in on a, in a counseling perspective, but um, really like just like practices where I can be in my body. So like 
using my five senses has been really powerful for me because I, I've been, I'm a confident person. I've always had trust in myself and been very lucky that like, I've just, that's just kind of the energy I operate in, but it's not trusting my body. (laughs) I haven't been able to trust my body. And it's been, you know, these little practices of whether it's like sitting and like enjoying my tea and like letting the sense, like the smells fill me and, and feeling those in my body, like being really abstract with it. Because for the longest time, remember when I started going to therapy, uh, EMDR therapy, my therapist be like, okay, tell me how that feels in your body. And I'd be like, <laughs> I don't feel it. I'm, what? Because I was so disconnected because I had, yeah. I was so ashamed of what my body was putting me through that it was easier yeah. to dissociate from the pain and everything. I was still feeling it, but I wasn't allowing myself to go into it. And I think yeah. the moment we can go into our pain and what those sensations are in our body that's when we really can alchemize that energy and turn that into our power, right? Our pain is our purpose. Our karma is our dharma. Um, But it started and it still to this day goes back to the very simple practices of bringing my senses into it and toning my vagus nerve, you know, Mm. gargling, chanting, singing, humming, (laughs) exposure to sunlight, just a few ways uh, you can tone your vagus nerve. Mm, yeah. And I feel like, you know, sometimes it's also just a matter, I mean, for myself and like building that relationship is just simply has been even just tuning out noise, like just not going to external um, for what I need, you know, really asking myself and not just asking myself, but I feel like I'm asking my body, what do I need right now? And that simple thing, if, if I am on my period and I'm just like, I get super bad cramps, it's like, you got to go and rest. You don't have to, you know, have the Advil, like you just have to go rest. And I remember the first time I allowed myself to do that without feeling shame and guilt, no Advil, I slept it off and I was good. And I was like, I am never not doing this, you know, like just being able to just ask my body what it needs in the moment has just been so empowering too, because I'm like, wait a second, I can actually figure out like what my body needs. Like I can trust myself and I can trust my body is going to tell me what I need from like a tea or a coffee from like what I want to eat, like everything as simple as that is just simply like tuning in to ourselves rather than always like searching for the external validation or reassurance from other people. So, yeah. I was going to add to what um, Hannah said around, like the specific piece, Hannah, that you said around um, how we can feel like we have that experience in our body, but we block it out. Mm-hmm. That was very much me. Yeah. You know, I was diagnosed so young. I was 12 when I was diagnosed. So for me, I was like, oh, there's no way. Like, this is going to stop me from doing anything. I'm only 12 years old. I haven't lived my life. So every experience that I had, every physical pain I had, I in my mind, the internal dialogue I was having was like, oh, this hurts? Well, I'm going to show you. I'm going to outwork this. I'm going to just push even harder because this is not a weakness of mine. Mm-hmm. I'm not making excuses for myself. Like, all of the things, right? And pushing so hard never works out in any capacity, right? Health, life, business, relationships, anything. Um, And so now it's about when I have these experiences, when I have these, you know, somatic symptoms and stuff, I'm like, okay, I stop. And I'm like, I can trust myself that my body's actually trying to tell me something. Mm. And I'm like, okay, what's going on here? Right. Am I on the version flare? Do I need to go see a doctor? What has my diet been like? Have I been getting my movement in? Have I been taking care of myself? Am I engaging in too much social interaction with other people? Like all of those kinds of things. So now the conversation has changed so much. Before it was like, if I felt a pain, I was like, oh, Mm. oh no, like that doesn't hurt. I'm just going to keep on going. Like this doesn't hurt at all. And now it's like, okay, I feel something. And I get curious and I ask myself, you know, what is it that I need right now? What does that look like? Yeah. I love that. That's so beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Getting curious. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that applies for all of us too, right? It's like, 
the pain you feel in your body, the emotion that you feel getting curious um, is such a, is such a beautiful thing for us to end with. And I think that that's also what builds our relationship with ourselves, right? We're like, and again, the more that you build, like comes back to foundation, the more that you build this relationship with yourself, you're going to thrive no matter what it is that you do. Like if it's a business, great. If it's your career, great. If it's writing a book, great. Like you will thrive. You will thrive no matter what because of the foundation that you're building with yourself. You know, like we, it's just this empowering, you come from such a deep empowered place uh, when you build that trust with, with yourself. Um, I'm curious to you if there's anything that either of you, maybe that we didn't even touch on that you feel would be really great to add or touch on for this conversation for anyone who tunes in, maybe watches the replay. If there's anything that you were like, I really want to share this. Thank you. It's just reminding, you know, everyone to like, it's okay to like titrate your experience, right? Like it's okay to like move slow. And like, mm. if you're getting curious and getting curious is new, like just get a little bit curious. Right? Just like tap into that for like a couple minutes, 30 seconds, two seconds, right? <laughs> if, if doing it for even 30 seconds feels daunting. Um, and then like reaching out for support because you're mm -hmm. not weak for asking for help. And there's so many people out there in your community, just like Chofa and I shared all of our clients in our community and our, our loved ones like rallying when we need them. You had that support too, right? And we so often just think we have to do it all on our own because that's the wounded masculine way of operating. And so that like beautiful matriarchal community that Faye mentioned in the comments is it, that's what's waiting to hold you, but you got to mm. give us permission, right? We got to ask and then we got to be open to receiving and, and trust and know that like you're, you are so worthy of it all. You're so worthy of all that love and all that support. Mm. Yes, Anna, I think we're like, we're like right there because what I wanted to add was just timeline and this applies to everyone across the board in any way. Right. But I think specifically with chronic illness, it's like we have these notions and ideas of when we want things to happen and how we want them to happen. And when you have chronic illness, it's, there's so much that is so beyond your control. You know, you could be taking the best care of yourself, like, food, diet, movement, everything. And still your body could say otherwise. Right. And so releasing yourself of that pressure and that timeline that is completely arbitrary. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Let's be real. We just pull these timelines out of our asses. And then it's like the end all be all. We're like, this is it. It has to happen like this. And it's like, how did you even come up with that? Right. Like what the, <laughs> you know, so for me, at least that's been one of the biggest lessons in my journey so far is the more I release the timeline and just move at my own pace, the more successful I'm going to be in the long term, right? I'm not going to shoot up to a hundred, burn out, and then never want to do it again. Mm. So yeah, I think that I would very much just conclude with everything that Hannah has shared. Mm. Oh, right back at you. And, and yeah, time is a man-made contract. Time is real. <laughs> I always come back to that. I'm like, mm, time isn't real. Even yeah. though it feels so real because we operate in a linear way. Exactly. So yeah, this has been such a beautiful conversation. I feel so honored to have shared space with both of you and mm -hmm. everyone watching, listening, catching yeah. the replay. Yeah, I'm so grateful for both of you. Thank you for A, saying yes. I feel so honored that you both felt called to say yes. And for also just showing up and also vulnerably sharing too, because I know it's not something that we always want to talk about and have these conversations. And so I just, I recognize how, you know, it, it can be uncomfortable for people to, to talk about it, um, to, to be vulnerable and to, to share about it. So I just, I, I recognize that in both of you too, and I see you both. And I just, I have so much love for both of you and I'm just so grateful. And I mean it when I say you have both, um, just given me so much permission in my life. And, and I just want you both to know that. <laughs> oh you two okay. you two are amazing and I know like both have November birthdays if I'm, if I'm not mistaken Scorpio uh yeah Duh. <laughs> obviously oh, <laughs> cool. Scorpio sisters will be 
reconnecting after this. So thank you for oh, bringing us together. Yeah, bye, Ashley. Nice to meet you. Get out. <laughs> oh no it's so incredible you both are I'm telling you I knew I was like they are just you both are just so incredible and I mean it's just incredible that we've I feel like our paths have crossed in different ways and just you know it's so cool to be able to like have you two connect and and you know whatever that looks like too um but I, I really do appreciate you both for sharing your experience with this I feel like again we've said it many times chronic illness, health challenges or not. I know f even for myself, everything that we've talked about here, I'm like, yeah, I needed all this too. Like, Chova, you just talked about the timeline. I'm like, yeah, Ashley needed that reminder too. Like, we <laughs> all need this, right? We all, no matter who it is, because it's, it's, again, coming back to if you have a chronic illness, then yeah, more than ever, you have to build this relationship with yourself. And if you don't, Again, some things are just out of our control, but it is in supporting yourself to not get to that point of burnout, of have, you know, getting diagnosed with something, like building that foundation now, not in five years when something happens. You know, it's, it's the whole piece about being um, proactive instead of reactive to something that happens. You know, building the foundation right now. And it's such a gift for us, like, I, I think it's such a gift when we're new and fresh in business and like this being the conversation, this being what is being taught because I, you know, I don't see any business coaches like at the beginning, it's like, all right, let's, let's build the business. And it's like, great. What about the other side of it? <laughs> yeah, it's so true. So yeah. Well, so many beautiful reflections this evening and uh, lots of food for thought. Yeah. A thousand percent. Well, thank you both. Thanks so much and I'll let you Chofa I didn't want to interrupt you no I just wanted to say thank you Ashley for ha like creating the space for both of us to connect and for others to engage in this conversation with us and I'm just so happy that this is the kinds of conversations that are happening mm -hmm. now right yeah. because now you know not that we're like veterans or anything but the people that are getting into it now like this is the kind of stuff that is going to be on their minds they're going to be considering this because when I started was I thinking about like my mental health and like no all of, no I was like strategy go do this that right and so I'm just so happy that this is the kinds of conversations that 90%. are happening now for everyone else to follow because mm -hmm. it's not going to end right there's a whole other generation that's coming up behind us and it's like you know, we get to be the mentors for, you know, the, the 20 year olds who are going to be at one point starting their businesses, you know, it's not going to go away. And so, yeah, it's, it's such, it's important for us to be having those conversations. And I'm, again, I'm grateful that you both felt open and called to have this conversation and to also be, you know, the season finale episode of season one and to wrap this up. I'm so grateful. It's just been so incredible <laughs> from all the conversations, but to finish with you two is also just so incredible. So I appreciate you both so much. Thank you to everyone who has tuned in and watched. And if you're watching the replay, I, I know you're going to get so much from this episode, from this conversation. Be sure to go and follow both of these incredible women. Um, I'm so grateful for you both. And um, yeah, I hope you have an incredible day, incredible holiday season as we kind of wrap up this season. So thank you. Have an incredible evening and we will all see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.